Out on the sand of a beach house party, three fraternity brothers and one of their girlfriends smoke a joint around a bonfire. Lydia takes half a puff before carefully passing it to Kyle. While staring into his dead gray eyes, she asks if he was born blind. And after confirming that he was, he explains how he's never seen colors, he doesn't know what light or dark is, and how it's all the same to him. Eddie and Jake, the dorm's resident drug dealers, move in closer, claiming if they got him high enough, he'd see all kinds of colors. Eddie reaches into his goodie bag and pulls out a portable wax pen, a weed oil vaporizer. <laughs> just press the button, man, he says all giddy. You just gotta take a big boy hit. Kyle's nervous, but Lydia tells him to trust her, guiding it to his lips. Then pressing the button, he sucks in a cloud of smoke before he hears a loud, overpowering hum. Terrified, he asks what's happening as reality bends, and he sees a bright white light. His friends giggle, replying that it wasn't weed oil he smoked. It was DMT, the strongest psychedelic known to man. Kyle feels something twisting in his stomach now, before it drags him out of his body, and with his third eye, he can see everyone's energy glowing around the fire. He can feel their amusement and hear them laughing. Before shadows quickly turn the scene black. And he prays to God for the trip to stop. But now in the darkness, Kyle knows he's being watched and starts hearing voices surrounding him. The shadow people creep closer until they are whispering in his ear, calling him a child of darkness, explaining why he can hear them. These fuckboys are not your friends, they hiss before Lydia grabs his shoulder and his trip ends. But sober now, he can still hear the voices, warning him not to seem mad at the boys still laughing, because together they're going to destroy them all. Eddie and Jake say they knew he'd be fine, patting him on the back, calling him a champ. How <laughs> you're tripping, man. But Lydia feels bad and pulls Kyle inside the house, 
passing the party guest and up the stairs to an empty bedroom where she lays him on the bed, running his hands all over her. She kisses his neck, chest, stomach, her lips trailing down lower, and in his ear, her shadow tells him she wants to apologize. Then reaching for his zipper, it tells Kyle to push her off. When he does, she asks what's wrong, and it says, Tell her you don't like fat bitches. As he does, it reveals she has anorexia. Sorry, uh, he goes on awkwardly. I'm just, you know, I'm just not into girls with your body type. Lydia runs out crying, and her whisper slithers back into her mind. It calls her a dumb cow, hissing for her to tell the boys that the blind kid tried to rape her. So she finds them back at the fire and tells them exactly that. They hurry inside to find Kyle on the couch in the living room. When Eddie throws him to the floor, other people pull out their phones recording as Jake punches and kicks him while he's down. Their whispers tell them not to stop while assuring their blind punching bag everything is going according to plan. Everyone else is too drunk to stop the beating, but when someone calls 911, Lydia sobers up and hurries to her car. It's not long before flashing red and blue lights reflect on the windows and two police officers enter the scene. Jake and Eddie look at the battered blind kid in the, and back at the police, realizing how much trouble they're in. They tell the boys to put their hands in the air while Jake's shadow tells him to explain the situation. You're white, it whispers. You'll be fine. Reaching for the DMT pen in his back pocket, he says, Okay, officers, so the blind kid just got a little too high. And the cops shoot him before he can pull the pen out. Eddie screams and sobs in horror as they put him in handcuffs next to his dead friend before dragging him away. Paramedics arrive for Kyle while the coroner is called for the corpse. Eventually in court, between the drugs intent to sell and the assault charges, Eddie is sent to prison. His lawyer constantly calls Lydia to back up his story about her supposed rape. But her phone's been disconnected and no one's heard from her. 
Her whisper keeps telling her to chase her slim figure and validation with cocaine and sex, and she keeps listening to it at the cost of her friends, family, and future. Eventually becoming an escort girl to feed her never-ending addiction, she destroys her own soul with every bump. While Kyle now lives permanently in a psychiatric hospital, insanity all around and inside his white padded room. Because diagnosed with head trauma, alone in the darkness, he claims he can hear demons. They whisper to him, 